You're a monster! Welcome in. It's another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, boy. Like a month away. Month away. And it's starting to seem a little bit more likely. Yeah, definitely. So, I've, yeah, I've been very, it's been very optimistic. Otherwise, this is going to be really interesting if we had no, nothing to talk about. <laughs> we had no season. Yeah. So, <laughs> if it happens, we'll figure something out. <laughs> guess a well, lot of uh, more a lot of more mock drafts a lot more mock drafts maybe bridging into like the nhl or something <laughs> we'll see um let's go blues let's go blues that's right so uh first things that we wanted to kind of talk about so we got a mock draft that we're going to be doing today which we're really excited about um we're actually going to be mocking what Pre- we have for prepare, the listener yeah, league. preparing for our the, yeah. our league so we have um a listener league and james go ahead and kind of explain what's going on with our listener league yeah we did get it filled pretty quick which was pretty cool and it's a 10 team half point ppr mm-hmm. this year the roster settings are a little different we dropped kicker because everyone should drop kicker added an extra flex mm-hmm. so it's two wide receiver two running back two flex still just one tight end one quarterback but i did add an extra bench spot so we'll still have the sixth bench just mm-hmm. for this year. And there, I'm pretty sure there is an IR spot. Yeah, so. we should have an IR spot in there. So um, pretty standard stuff, but some difference. And we're doing a slow draft, which I thought was someone in the league. It's not something it, we've it done before. Brought it up, and I thought it was very interesting. And we all talked about it, and we thought it, it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, it's a really cool idea. And something that um, is new to us, but we're very excited to try it out. So... Uh, I don't, I don't anticipate having too many issues. It's definitely supposed to help with people with tough schedules. Yeah, and so that we got some tough schedules. So, gonna be interesting. Yeah, and uh, it starts. Our draft will start the fifteenth. It's a Saturday, so we'll probably have. We'll talk about it as it's happening. It might take like a week or so, but I think it's gonna be really cool. It'll be my first legit slow draft like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Now we're not slow drafting today, so don't worry about that. <laughs> no, that would be crazy. And we are mocking at pr- actually preparing for this draft. So, and like we said last time, mm-hmm. I wanted our next mock draft to be where me and Caleb pick right next to each other because it always happens. Yeah. And guess what? It happened in the. And it happened league. in our listener league. We are I'm, drafting yeah, back I'm, to back. I'm picking three, and he's <laughs> picking four. So that's how we're mocking today. So that actually just worked out really well. Um, each year, it always seems to happen where... At least in one league, yeah. Yeah, in one league that you might be in, you're drafting behind somebody that you know really well. Makes things very tough. There's not a lot of weight that you're going to be able to have with picks. You're going to have to kind of take your guys maybe a little sooner than you anticipate. Um, shift gears even a little bit more. You just don't know. So it'll be it'll be fun to see how we we wrap this up today yeah it would have been really funny if jt was picked two or five but he's not he's, he's pick eight so he's yeah. pick eight yeah loser <laughs> We're good there so <laughs> we'll see what jt's draft looks like because this will be the first time we've drafted with jt though because in our in our dynasty league he ended up drafting in okay so yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember so he didn't actually draft with us so uh this will be fun this will be a lot of fun. So we'll see what his mentality is. And again, we don't know, like we know some of the people in the listener league, but we don't know their draft style. So it's going to be kind of, and also if, when you're not in the same room as people, it's also a little bit harder to read yeah. a room. Yeah. Cause I know, I think in one of our home leagues that we're doing this year, I think the plan right now is we're still doing a live draft in mm-hmm. person, but it's going to be outside yeah. in someone's backyard, which would be pretty, it, it still lets you get that draft. Feeling yeah, we we should have like, like a bonfire going. I'm yeah, thinking should we should cool. do like a, some sort of bonfire. That would be legit. Um, and we'll rock our uh, t-shirts over there. And <laughs> <laughs> be like losers. Uh, you you want to start winning? Listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I also know we got some some news that we got to jump into. So we yep. got some monster news this week. So James, go ahead and jump into the news for us. Yeah, we'll start it off with uh, some good news. The players I got off the COVID list. So Boom. Matthew Stafford. Who, which, first off... Might not have ever have had it. Yeah, I was just about to say he <laughs> had a false positive. So there's not going to be a there's. I don't think a lot of the players around evolving around the COVID list. You're going to get a lot of details. I don't know if you're fully actually going to know if they had it or not. 
but this one did slip out that it was a false positive. Yeah, which is really annoying. And a lot of these players got off. Actually, pretty much everyone we talked about last week got off the list. Kenny Galladay got off the list. TJ Hawkinson, Gardner Minshew, Justin Jefferson, James Washington, Keyshawn Vaughn. Mm-hmm. So that's good news. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is because a lot of those guys are going to be fantasy relevant this year. Oh, yeah, definitely. And a lot of, uh, like, there were three Lions, three major Lions on yeah. that list. So Yeah. Could you imagine? I couldn't. <laughs> that, that team's going to look really strange. <laughs> so then for some bad news, there are two new notable players I got on the COVID list. One was a head coach, actually, Doug Peterson for Philly, yeah. mm-hmm. which I, I've seen everything. He's doing good. He's yeah. doing virtual meetings with the team. Yep. He's still showing up to work like a boss. <laughs> and uh, Jalen Samuels for Pittsburgh got on it. But what I've heard is I think the total players in the NFL so far, it's around 55. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like 2%. So that's yeah. about that mark that we talked about a few yeah. weeks ago. So that's a that's a pretty yeah. good mark. And it's not even getting too close to what they're uh, – because they would they would talk shut down if it re- – Over 5 over yeah, five, five percent, percent, I think. So. Yeah, so that's good. So we're not even getting close to that right now, which is which is good. And then training camps are going to start soon too. Yeah, they're still – I think they've technically started they've for some already, teams. Okay. Every team's doing Something everything a little, a little bit different. different. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then – the opt-out date happened Thursday. We were wondering when that new date was going to be, and it was Thursday, and really yeah. nothing, nothing happened. There were a few more players, Alan Hearns for Miami, Albert Wilson for Miami, Travis Benjamin for San Francisco, and Josh Doxson for the New York Jets. I was a little shy with which, the Doxson one. Yeah. Oh, man. I used to – I love Doxson when he yep. came out, man. Mm-hmm. So I don't – besides Damian Williams – Fantasy wise, I don't think there's a huge impact, but there is some impact. Like in yeah. Green Bay, like I, I definitely think Alan Lazard is the number two wide receiver there right now. Yep. And in Miami, with Alan Hearns and Albert Wilson out, they were both contributors on the team. They're just role players, but they're taking snaps or taking targets. Mm-hmm. And Preston Williams, who we'll talk about later, they look like well, we could just say now he's looking good, but he's probably they're probably going to slow him back in the yep. return. So it gives some Devonte Parker, Mike Gusecki. I think Huge they're, jumps, I think they're but definitely a lot safer now. Yeah. They're a lot safer, but it's also a little, a little interesting because if you don't really have a number two or a number three guy that you can also throw the ball to really well, then you're just going to double team Devonte Parker. Cause he yeah. is going to be the only guy down there. Well, Gusecki is one of those tight ends that you really look for that can play in the slot a lot mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that can, cause help. he can get downfield pretty oh, well yeah. for his size. So, so then uh, Chester Rogers actually signed for Miami one-year deal, just trying to add some depth for them. He's bounced that's around. A, yeah, he, wasn't a, he wasn't too for bad for Indy last yeah. year. So, uh, yeah, we already got the Preston William news. He was cleared for football activities. Uh, Delaney Walker, there are several teams interested in him, especially New England is what I've been hearing. Interesting. Yeah. and I mean, they just drafted two tight ends, but tight ends do take a while to develop. So I don't think it's too bad. Mm-hmm. And some interesting news I really thought was Henry Ruggs. Well, first of all, he's fully recovered from a thigh injury. But they're saying he's going to start in the slot to open the season, mm-hmm. which I, w- I, I was really concerned about him getting target, how many targets he was going to get this year. In the slot, I think that could help. But I just don't really see Henry Ruggs as a slot wide receiver. I really thought when he came in that he was going to move to the slot right away. I know that... For Alabama, he did play more outside. Yeah, but yeah. Just and being a in speed college, guy, he only played. I think it was like eighteen percent. I think they're trying to utilize him more like a Tyreek Hill. I don't think they're just going to man him in the slot. I think they're going to move him outside. Yeah, I think they're going to put him in motion. I Hopefully, think gonna, I hope so. They're going to kind of move him all around because you can't with a, with the talent that he can he can have. He, he's going to have to be a little bit more all over the place. But I think Brian Edwards is he, why they might be having to move him more inside because. They're Man, expecting him to been, play week one. As the X receiver, yeah, that's yeah. one of the pieces of the news. And I, I've i been lo- watching more, reading more about Brian Edwards recently. And, man, I am... That was a great pick. I think he could sneaky be like Terry McLaurin, this mm-hmm. t- this year's Terry McLaurin last year. He was Hopefully a later round, but He was like a third round draft pick. And in our rookie draft, I was looking at it. Yeah, he did. He, he went He went. He late. went he went third round, but he went one pick before me, and mm. I took Van Jefferson, but I would have taken yeah. – oh, oh, that would have been so nice to have. But, yeah, I think I think Brian Edwards could be a monster. I really do. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm actually, as much as I hate it because I'm not a John Gruden fan. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited to watch. They have some offense. They've got some. Now. I mean, even Lynn Bowden is just going to be fun out there too. Yeah, so. he's on another piece of news. <laughs> they say he could get some quarterback snaps this year. Well, I mean, if you're not a fan of Derek Carr, do something. <laughs> <laughs> so Carson Wentz, there are reports that he's bulked up over the off season, which I guess you could spin that as he bulked up like muscle, or he just ate a lot of food in quarantine and <laughs> put on a couple pounds but yeah we'll have to wait till the season to see what happened yeah the vikings are finalizing an extension with gm rick spielman who he's been mm-hmm. there since 2012 so in that time they've been a, a good team they've been off and on. yeah but they need to work out the Delph cook extension not the coach and the gm i think cook's a little more important uh odell i, I wanted to put this in there because so odell beckham there are all these reports that he might opt out. He's not opting out. Yeah. And he never said that. It was all manufactured by the reporters. Yeah. And that was bad. I'm going through like the comments and everything. I really don't understand why people, they hate Odell Beckham, dude. Like he is one of the most hated players I've ever seen. And I understand he rubs people the wrong way a little bit, but yeah, it, it's not like he's this bad guy out there doing bad things. Like, I mean, he he does stupid one time and he gets a little, he exaggerates sometimes, but like, he has like a passion to win that like if he was a quarterback people would revere yeah but since he's a wide receiver people just call him a diva and call him a crybaby yeah i think the biggest thing that people um that really rubbed the wrong way with him was that whole miami trip that he took before playoffs or something like I wasn't but a it was fan also of that, like oh, Saquon. I think Saquon was there. I think yeah. Sterling Shepard was there. Like I mean, you can look at it two ways: team bonding, yes, but you know they were just on a boat drinking and stuff. But at the end of the day, too, like I'm not. I wasn't that upset about it. You know, no. and, and you can you can look at him as he trying to be you know more social media based. You know, who knows? Whatever. At the end of the day, he's a talented. Yeah, I'm not saying player. like he doesn't have his blemishes and like i understand why some people would be a little like new york giants fans i imagine are a little frustrated with him mm. especially how bad he wanted out of there but just the random person especially online like yeah, <laughs> yeah but everybody hate online hates people online yeah. so i mean let's let's be done with that so jordan reed he signed in san francisco for one year deal couldn't the, believe it the deal is heavily incentivized but why are they doing this to the man couldn't do, i can't I, he needs to retire he needs to be done <laughs> I, I love Jordan Reed so much back in the day, but when I saw that it doesn't come across, it feel good. Like, I saw that come across my phone, man, and I was just like, did like the double, the triple, even the quadruple take? Like, yeah. did I really read that right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's heavily incentivized. I don't really think he's going to play because I just don't think he can anymore. Like, well, you don't even really need him. No, you don't. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know what the point was, just to let him have another season somewhere. Yeah. So the reports out of Miami for Jordan Howard, they say his role's to be determined. I don't know. If I don't this like is, that. Yeah, I don't know if this is coach speak, but I really don't know how he's not the main first and second down workhorse. They I have, mean, he's not going to get passing work, but I, I still think he's going to be the main guy and the guy you want. Well, Kalen Blage ain't going to be on the field. No, yeah, but they've been saying like they don't want to write off Kalen Blage. I'm like, you should probably write you probably off Kalen Blage. Off, you wrote off Kenyon Drake, yeah. and look what he is. He's going to be a superstar in freaking Arizona, and then here you are. Oh, let's let's give him time. He's no Kenyon Drake. Yeah, uh, Cooper Cup. They he he hasn't had any contract extension talks with the Rams at all. Very which surprised. Is, yeah, which is really strange. They they need to work out his. They need extension to figure out cap space and Jalen Ramsey's. Much. Yeah, but yeah, they need to work out both of those because you can't trade what they did for Jalen Ramsey and then not keep not him. keep him. Yeah. So Rashad Penny, he was placed on the PUP, and what I'm hearing is he's probably out for half the season. Yeah, not surprised. So, there goes my dynasty depth. Uh, Will Disley passed his physical from his Achilles injuries was this dude, how he comes back from injuries. I mean, he gets hurt again, but when he's been on the field, he's amazing. And I actually just dropped him in a dynasty league to pick up another tight end. Who's the next piece of news. Ian Thomas, mm. the head coach, Matt rule says it's his turn now, which is great. I, I really, I, I dropped Will Disley just cause I think with Greg Olson there, it'll be really hard. And Ian Thomas, he has shown to be very capable when he's given the opportunity. Uh, Quincy Nunwa was released by the Jets. 
Deontay Johnson says he's 100% from sports hernia surgery, which is good news. Mm-hmm. And Marquise Brown, which I thought this was interesting, he added 23 pounds in the offseason. He's still only 180, but that's a big way from that's 160. A, yeah, it's a big jump. They say he's still as fast as he was. I think they gave him a GPS tracker to track his speed when he was training at home. Which is good. Yeah. Uh, Austin Hooper, <laughs> this was kind of cool. He's uh, spent like two to three weeks this offseason with Baker Mayfield at his house working out. So I don't know if this is just hype for Austin Hooper or Baker, but I'm still not a big fan of Austin Hooper's fantasy relevance this year. Nope. Clay Matthews has some interest from Seattle. He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Corey Davis, he's recovering from offseason toe surgery, which I have heard his health is in doubt to open the season. Yeah, I, I thought he was on the PUP list already. Is he not? Uh, he was, I think he was on the active PUP list, oh, okay. which if you're on that, you can be taken off at any time. It's not like a, you have to be on there for a certain amount of time. Got it. This one's funny. Jared Stidham says he's ready to compete with Cam for the starting <laughs> job. Okay. <laughs> Go sit down on the bench, Exactly. <laughs> uh, Jarek McKinnon, they say he's looking sharp in camp, which I've heard a few of these reports so far in the offseason, but yeah. they've actually opened camp, so I take this one a little more seriously, and that's why I mentioned this one here now. But the last piece of news and the this saddest is, and most and gross tough. piece of news is Darius Geis. He was re- released after arrest for domestic violence. Unacceptable, man. Cut immediately. And I had read some, I was reading some reports about this and the team did have concerns with him for a while about his maturity issues. Like I, one of the reports was like, he wasn't taking his injury rehab seriously. Yep. And that could have been some of the reason why he was just always injured, but there's just no place for this in the league. And, uh, he he has to be done. Yeah. Well, I remember, uh, you know, Ron Rivera came out and he basically said, we're trying to do a culture change. Exactly. Here. We're trying to make a difference. Yep. And this is not acceptable. And it's never acceptable. No. And, you know, you should never lay your hand on. It doesn't even matter who, but especially your wife or your girlfriend. So, and yeah. And, uh, and it was bad. And there were f- a f- few different incidents in this arrest. And, taken very seriously and he ended up turning himself in to police but this this one this one will probably get ugly for him i think yeah it's it's very disappointing i mean we weren't massive fans of him going into the season yeah anyway. this year this year if you go back to when he was a rookie i was a huge yeah. darius coming guy. well you drafted thought, him yeah i thought he was the number two running back the year, that year behind saquon yeah he got hurt i ended up getting him a lot later in that rookie draft mm-hmm. but but you yeah, were sta- he, he you could, were ecstatic to get him yeah there. he could have been a monster he could have been a monster in the league but yeah injuries and apparently his maturity issues and off-field issues ended up yeah, I, I definitely, if you go back and listen to a few of our, our podcasts, you'll know that we're definitely more on the Antonio Gibson train. Yeah, now. There. Now that Darius Geis is gone, they have, guys, let's take a real look at him because AP's there. Yeah, which and, I heard he had been on the borderline of maybe being cut. Yeah. They might keep him now, but they have Peyton Barber. They have Bryce Love, who's coming into, I think, his second year. He was mostly injured last year. So they have yeah. some pieces. They also and, have J.D. McKissick there. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forget about him all the time. Yeah, but they, he's, he's kind of just like a receiving guy. But True. yeah, but Antonio Gibson, he kind of has that stigma of just being a receiving back. But he's like over 220 pounds. Like he's a lot bigger than you think and incredibly quick. He ran a sub 4'4". Four, four. The dude is lightning quick for his size. Yeah. So definitely disappointing. And, you know, you'll move on pretty quickly. It's not one of those things that we want to give him a bunch of airtime for. So. No. Uh, just be know that, or just know that you know Antonio Gibson's going to get a nice little boost in our rankings. Yeah, he'll he'll probably go up. He'll probably reach he'll, the he'll, sixth round. Yeah, he'll go maybe. up pretty quick. Yeah, because I do think that he's going to have a heck of a season, and they should they should just let him go. Yeah. So let him run. All right, guys. Well, now um, we're going to go ahead and jump into our draft. So our mock. We got ten teams. That's what our listener league is. It's ten teams. We're doing half point PPR. Yeah, everything's duplicated, like it's going to be in the league. Yep. So we're running a linear dra- or um, a snake draft. We've got fifteen rounds. Yep. yep. Fifteen rounds, 
and uh, not messing around. Yeah, J, J, uh, JT JT wouldn't, wasn't able to make this one. Maybe next time. But James is going to run the third pick. I'm going to run the fourth pick. And let's go ahead and jump in and see what we got going on. So initial thoughts. What are you thinking at your third pick? I, th- I think it has to be Zeke, but I have been curious. I think it's – yeah, I think I will end up going Zeke in the real draft just for the stability reasons. But Kamara and Dalvin Cook do interest me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely tough because, you know, at, the, at three and four, you kind of are um, having to look running back right away um, with the with Yeah, the top I'm not, ones. Even, not even thinking wide receiver at all. Yeah, same here. So just trying to get the uh, the auto pick to work. Why yeah, honestly, four is a pretty good pick because you still get one of those top four guys but you don't have to make the terrible the hard decision <laughs> you just get whoever's left over all right let's see if this goes a little bit faster now there we go all right so we've got the auto pick going on so first off the board we're going to have a few seconds here to kind of discuss um in between our picks but I'm assuming Saquon's going to go off the board first, or what do you think? You think I think CMC? it'll be CMC. Well, they'll both be gone before my pick. So Ooh, You never know, man. I did want to make – I've done a few mocks this past week, and I did some on ESPN, and they get used to the platform you're going to be drafting on Yeah. because you get used to seeing players where they're at around other players. And if you're in a different platform, and it's there could be big differences, and you forget about them. And you can end up forgetting about players because they're not where you think they are. You might think they might be already gone or something. So get used to the platform that you're going to be drafting on. Yeah. So it looks like CMC went first. Computer sucks. Yeah. There we go. And Saquon. So I will be taking Zeke. Did you already? All right, so you're going to take Zeke? Yep. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I can't do it. It won't let you? Nope. We always have this problem. I don't know why. It should. It doesn't like me. All right. So you're going to take Zeke there. All right. So it kind of does make it a little easy for me. Uh, Not really, because I do like both uh, the running backs. Never mind. I mean, there's Kamara and Dalvin Cook. You know, I mean, even if they're they're projected points on on our platform, which is we're using Sleeper, we always use yeah, Sleeper they're platform. About even, they're about even. Even, yeah. But it, the only caveat though is if you do draft Cook, I think you have to take Madison. Mm-hmm. And if you did want to take Murray, if you draft Kamara, you're going to be taking Murray a lot later than you would be taking Madison. That is true. I still, if you like Cook more, I would take Cook. But I do like Cook a lot more than Kamara. Yeah, then that just is just because. Then that's the way I would go if that's yeah. how you feel. But it is I'm a, still drafting Madison if I draft Cook. Yeah, it is tough. Why? There we go. All right, so I took Dalvin Cook. Looks like Michael Thomas went next at five, which is not not too surprising, but a little early for what we would like. And then Alvin Kamara went, and then Derrick Henry at seven, Josh Jacobs at eight. Wow, I'm surprised who's still on the board. Joe Mixon at nine, Tyree Kill at the turn. Miles Sanders at 2-1 early. Yep. Patrick Mahomes already off the board in the second round. Guys, that's ridiculous. Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones. And I am don't care who you pick because there are still tons of guys left somehow. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it's I don't the think the round. ADP has caught up to Clyde yet on Sleeper, so that might be why he's still here. But he's still here. Aaron Jones is still here. Kenyon Drake, Drake is still here. here. Yeah. I think right now I'm tussling between Aaron Jones and Kenyon Drake. I mean, typically when you're, when you're drafting in the first half for me, I typically go running back wide receiver because a lot of running backs go off the board first. However... Yeah, if I can, the first two rounds, uh, I'd like. We do to go have a little back, bit more back. depth in running back than normal this year. I feel like at the very top end, yeah, yeah. But like most years, after you get past like twenty something, it falls off a cliff. But my my top guy here, I think it would be Clyde, but I think Drake would be next. Well, I, yeah, I'm so I'm taking Kenyon Drake. Um, I figured you'd be really happy with Aaron Jones either way. Yeah, I think it's close, but I do think Clyde. 
I'll take the upside shot with him. Yeah. I'll let you pick that time. That's good. Austin Eckler went next right before Aaron Jones at the turn. Travis Kelsey first tight end off the board right there at the 3-1. Lamar Jackson next. So we got two quarterbacks now already off the board, and we're only at the 302. That's craziness. Yeah, only one tight so, end. Travis Kelsey, first pick of the third round. It's not terrible. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, you got George Kittle there now. You got Chris Godwin, and Kenny Galladay. The, yeah, the wide got, receivers that are there are incredible. And yep. there's still a couple running backs. I don't think I love them enough to go running back, running back, running back. So mm-hmm. I am going to be going wide receiver. Kittle does interest me. I haven't really done it a lot yet, so I wouldn't really want to do it here. Yep. That'd be more for like a practice mock, but pretty much every mock draft I've done so far, third round, I've been getting Kenny Galladay, and I'm just going to keep it going. All right. All right, so Kenny Galladay, and that brings it to me, and I'm not really that unhappy with where I'm sitting. I like having no, two, yeah, we're, two we're, uh, we're running very backs. very similar situations. Yeah, I like having two running backs. I like my two running backs, so I do not plan on going running back here. I don't think James Conner is someone I'm really heavily targeting. No. But I do like Chris Godwin a lot this year. Yep. Yeah, I've Chris Godwin and Kenny Galladay have like always been there in the third round for me. Mm-hmm. I like Kenny a little bit more. I think he might be a little safer, but they're they're practically the same. Yeah. Now what's crazy is what happened right after that pick. Mike Evans goes next. And Chris Chris Godwin and Mike Evans should not yeah. be going that close. Um, you know, I, we, I, yeah, I am getting so irritated. Yeah, we talked about it on the bust episode. <laughs> yeah, Mike Evans, where he's going, 305 is way too high right now. So he's definitely on our bust list. Melvin Gordon goes next at 306. Adam Thielen, Chris Carson. How do you feel about Chris Carson at the 308? I like that a lot. Yeah, same. That's not bad. That's not, that's good if I would have went running back there, Chris Carson would have been my pick. Really? Yep. Over Melvin Gordon and Leonard Fournette, too? Yep. Good. That's not bad. I think, I think Carson has RB1 upside. 100%. They've got nothing else. <laughs> so, George Kittle at 3-9 at the turn. We got Leonard Fournette, James Conner. Uh, Le'Veon Bell at 402. Cooper Cup goes. Our boy Cooper Cup. David Johnson at 404. Todd Gurley at 405. How sad. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> and I've been souring on Todd Gurley a little bit. Man, that just stinks. You never thought you would say it that bad. These guys were top top just a few years ago. A.J. Yeah. Brown at the 4-6. And back to me. And there are still a Ooh, lot of man. really good this is, players. This is tricky, yeah. So and we I got, think if this was my pick, I think David Montgomery would be my pick here. How about you stop telling me what you're going to pick before I tell you what I'm going to pick? Well, I don't really Because then it makes it sound like I'm taking your pick. So <laughs> Because I do like David Montgomery. So right now I what mean, I'm tussling with is David Montgomery and Amari Cooper. Yep. So Amari Cooper is on the board. And there's and still I could, a lot of really good wide receivers. And I can have two and two. Or I can take a shot with depth and take a David Montgomery. Mark, Mark Ingram's, Ingram's still there. here. I'm not the biggest Evan Singletary guy, but the running backs are starting to get thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you have two studs like we do, you don't really have to concern yourself so much. We do have an extra flex in our league, mm-hmm. so we will be starting an extra player, but that's usually more often than not a wide receiver. You know what? I think there's some wide rec- or some running backs I can take a little bit later. So I'm going to take a shot. I'm going to go with Amari Cooper. Yeah, um, that, that's a great pick. Yeah, that is a great I, pick. I'm always, always a fan of Amari Cooper and what he can bring to the table. So let's go ahead and drop him in there. And it's to you, bro. Yeah, and I will be taking David Montgomery. David Montgomery. I think that three running back. Zeke, Clyde, David Montgomery, and Kenny Galladay, and I'll be getting another great wide receiver right here. Yeah, I mean, so you have Zeke, Clyde, Kenny, David. That's, yeah, it's a recipe for a pretty solid. And the wide receivers that are still on the board, Calvin Ridley, Juju, Robert Woods, Odell, DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. In the and fifth round? You still have Mark Andrews there, too, you know, if you yeah, wanted he, to go tight end. Just throwing that caveat in there just in I case. Mean, I'm, pr- I'm having a pretty similar draft to last time, and but I do think I have to I take... I don't think you took three running backs this early, did you? No, hey, I didn't. I don't think you did. But I do think I have to go Odell again. 
Yodel in the fifth again. I think so far I have three of the same picks. Zeke, Kenny, Galladay, and Odell. But I'm picking from the same spot. All right. Oh, man. So I've got, obviously, because we're going back-to-back, I've got very similar options that you did. Yep. And because... It'll be a long time till you pick again. Same with me. So I'm, I'm looking wide receiver here. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of going tight ends um, early, so I'm definitely looking wide receiver, and I'm struggling between if I want to take the possible breakout opportunity with Calvin Ridley, you know, with Austin Hooper gone, lot. I mean, he could be peppered with targets, yep. or do I take the shot with Robert Woods? That's who I was thinking. Who, I mean, is just really you know was four touchdowns away from being a top five player last year. Yeah, going back to like the tight end, like I wouldn't mind taking a tight end here. I just don't think Andrews and Ertz are a big enough advantage and safe enough to warrant a pick Andrews right is here. touchdown only, man. Yeah. Like he's not going to get the targets, he's not going to get yardage. So he's a he's a touchdown Yeah, and he's nothing. my he's my third ranked tight end, but that just shows how much better Kittle and Kelsey are. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Robert Woods here. That that's a great stability pick. I think you do have two pretty stable oh, well, three yeah, I'd, well, Mari Cooper's a little can be unstable, but comparing I like the rest Godwin and Robert Woods, yeah, yeah. So Calvin Ridley goes next, which I kind of assumed was going to happen. Uh, um, Lockett went. I thought he might have made it back to me. Lockett's always going super late. <laughs> um, DJ Moore goes next. DJ Chark right after him. Juju Raheem Mostert right there at the turn at the five ten. Yeah, I was yeah. That was one of the one the later ones I was looking at. Uh, T.Y. Hilton goes at 6-1. Tyler Lockett, Zach Ertz, Jonathan Taylor. That was another guy I was looking at late. Stephon Diggs. And then Russell Wilson off the board at the 6-6. Now, I do like Russell Wilson. third quarterback? Yeah, it's yeah. the third quarterback. I do like Russell Wilson, but is he your th- – I don't know if – No. I don't think Russell well, Wilson's the third guy right now. He always finishes incredibly, but he's always Somehow. inconsistent. Yeah. He just throws a lot of. I think he's the only quarterback over the past three years have thrown thirty touchdowns each year. Yeah, that's crazy. So we're looking at Keenan Allen, Kyler Murray. Uh, if you're going quarterback, Dak Prescott's there. I think there's Terry like McLaurin's one there. real good running back left that I really like. Yeah. And that's about it. I don't know if I should tell you, but well, I've got I've got some guys. Wide receivers still here are still pretty good. I like Terry. Marquise Brown's a pretty good upside shot. Parker. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm going to go. I don't think I'm going to look at running back here. So Terry McLaurin, um, well, Keenan Allen's definitely on my bust list this year. Yeah. AJ Green, eh, don't know. Marquise Brown there. Is the added weight going to help? Mm-mm. Darren Waller's there if you want to look tight end and solidify that. I do think he can have a really good season paired with Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, yeah, some other pieces. Yeah, the offense, though, does. Because last year, I mean, he was like the only guy there. It has, he there's more an, there now. And he had an incredible target number, which I think could be hard to repeat. He did have low touchdowns, but I, I, I still think he'll be great. But I'm still not really interested at this price. Hmm. Does Kyler interest you at all here? Back of the sixth. No. I, I just He does interest me here a little bit. Yeah, I just can't go quarterback early. I almost so feel like I go Terry. against I that, went Terry McLaurin. I almost feel like I go against I love Terry so much. Everything if I take a quarterback early. Yeah, Kyler does interest me here, but I would since I'm picking so close, I just wouldn't worry about it. Maybe he gets back to me again. So I am looking wide receiver here again because i get two picks before caleb picks again in a short time span so i think like the wide receivers i mentioned last time i think i'll take parker you like parker uh it's between him and marquise brown i only have two wide receivers so far odell and kenny mm-hmm. which are kenny is a monster odell does have to come back and prove himself and i think marquise brown could be a little too inconsistent and might be a little too his ceiling i mean his floor might be at a little higher he might hit that at i don't he's i don't think he's as safe as parker so i'm going to take parker here okay 
Should let you take him now. Yep. All right. So Devontae Parker, Keenan Allen goes next. Dak Prescott, AJ Green, Cortland Sutton. Okay, good. So Kyler is here. And he really does. Now he interests me. Interests me. <laughs> yeah, now he interests me. I have three running backs, and the running back that I think my pick right here is between Kyler and Camp Akers. Camp mm. Akers would be my fourth running back. Yeah. I but, mean, this isn't a dynasty league. This is redraft. So, yeah. you know, having four running backs, I've never been a fan of having. And I don't a, think I'm going to be taking any handcuffs. I don't think really mm-hmm. Zeke needs a handcuff. I don't really think Clyde, like. David Montgomery doesn't have a handcuff. Mm-mm. So I do think I'm good with taking Kyler here. I really do. This is going to be the earliest five, I think I've ever seen you take a yeah, quarterback, Yeah, I think too. a 500 rushing yard easy for him is great. And how much that offense can improve this year with DeAndre Hopkins and everything, I think he really could be a special quarterback this year. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely he definitely has weapons out there. So, I mean, I I definitely agree with you. I think I'm, the rushing is what makes him so safe. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised because it does look like Dak went before him. Yeah. And I, I, don't, definitely, I don't hate, but I think Kyler, I, well, I just like Kyler more. I do think there's a chance Kyler finishes right here at the end of the season. Then, but I think I'll mm-hmm. still be fine with it because it's the seventh round. Mm-hmm. It's not that early. I'm not taking Patrick Mahomes in the third round in the second round Russell Wilson went around before him so he's the fifth quarterback off the board all right so it is it is interesting because there's two running backs that I like and I don't I know one's not going to make it back um, who's the sure. other one the other one is taking a late shot on uh, JK well I do like JK and I do kind of like DeAndre Swift as well. But for some reason, I can't get this to lower. Like, it won't, like, I can't scroll down on the list, which is very strange to me. That sucks. Yeah. Um, Jordan Howard, though, is yeah who I was thinking. Because I can get him kind of late. Yeah, you do have two picks before me, and his ADP is a little later from now. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably be able to. Maybe I could wait. wait. I could wait because again, I have two two have running two backs pick, yeah. that are stellar. I also I really like my wide receiver core right now, and with flex options, I usually typically like to have either. Yeah, I mean, well, I yeah, like receivers. Your there. four wide receivers right now are great: Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm kind of looking for depth. If there's not a running back, you know, you got Marlon Mack here, yeah. Kareem Hunt. Uh, I think if I was in your position, I would be looking running back just to have that third guide now before everything goes to crap. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of other great options out there. Yeah. It's just tricky. This stuff gets tricky. All right. Making it happen. Going to roll with it. K-Makers. K-Makers. Yeah. Almost kind of a no-brainer right now. I do like him over yeah, most I took of the running last backs. Mark. Yeah, it was between him and Cam for me. So Marquise Brown goes next. Kareem Hunt, Darren Waller, not surprised. Debo Samuel still going at the seven eight. Yeah, it's still too early. He was one of my sleepers, but if he's going here, he's not. It's I don't not like much of a pick. sleeper. If pick. he's in like the ninth round, I'll scoop him up. DeAndre Swift, and then we got a run on quarterbacks. Deshaun yep. Watson at seven ten. Ronald Jones at eight. Michael Gallup, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, those three, v- very early for me. Uh, I don't Brees, even, I, Brees, I don't mind, but Ryan and Rodgers does. Ryan and Rodgers for sure. Marlon Mack goes at eight six. And any now, of those? Would you have taken any of those players? So when I was looking at the Cam Akers pick, the only other person that was kind of intriguing would have been Marquise Brown. Yeah, just because. It is such a potent offense. I'm curious to see if the weight that he put on, if it does add maybe some more strength, you know, to body some people off. Because we know he's a burner. Yeah. But I don't want just a guy that's going to be a deep threat. I want a guy that's going to get peppered with targets. And he could be that guy. Yeah. But I do like, 
I do like Cam Akers and what he's going to be able to bring to the yeah, Rams and, for sure. Though. Yeah, especially in yelling at two running backs. So, I, yeah, yeah, if I was you, yeah, I, I like the Cam Akers pick there. Yeah, plus, I mean, you go back and look at, okay, if I didn't go running back, who do and I have still here? good wide receivers out there. J.K. Dobbins, Sony Michelle, who, you know, it looks like it's on the PUP, active PUP. Tevin Coleman, Jordan Howard's still there. Yeah. So I could have taken maybe a shot on Jordan Howard. But he might be there for your next pick. He could be. You never know. I know you like him, though. Yeah. But, but I, I think you already got three running backs got now. Three. Yeah, I'll probably wait and grab two more running backs later. So here's kind of a no-brainer pick. Again, I don't, you know, Rob Gronkowski's here. Evan Ingram's here, which do Ingram, Rob Gronkowski, it, it, I don't care about. Evan yeah, Ingram, maybe. He interests me a little bit here, but since I just took Kyler, I'm going to be waiting on tight end for a while. Yep. Um, so for me, I really, as much as it pains me sometimes... I'm going to take Brandon Cooks. Okay. How close do you see him and Will Fuller? Because I was doing a mock the other day, and I was reaching for Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. The guy before me took Cooks, and I took Fuller with the next pick since he took Cooks. Mm-mm. I do see them very similarly, but I think Cooks just has... What round was it? It was around here. It was it was late. Yeah. So Will Fuller, to me, the reason he's not even on the same page, or same even the same round, is just because of the injury risk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he has been a monster. When if he's, he's healthy, he's fine. But it's is he going to be healthy? And I can't, I can't take an eighth round chance on a guy that could be, couldn't be healthy. I would take maybe Will Fuller, maybe at in the tenth round, maybe back in nine, front ten. But I don't know about in the eighth. So the wide receivers here, I don't really love. Jarvis Landry is okay, but I have Odell, mm-hmm. Julian Edelman, Will Fuller, Tyler Boyd. And then it's a lot of running backs. So I think I could grab wide receivers coming back. So I think I am going to go running back here. And it's between J.K. Dobbins and Jordan Howard. And I think I have to go Jordan Howard. I've been talking him up a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'll just stick behind what I've been saying. Yeah, of course. I knew he wasn't going to come back. And, that guys, that's the risk you take sometimes. He's my with, fourth running back. Yeah. You know, and, you know, pay attention to, you know, who you're drafting with and you know, kind of their mentality. And I, I had a feeling that he was going to be gone here. And Darius Geis goes next, which he's going to start dropping out of the ADP. So don't yeah, worry that, about that. Yeah, that's... Julian Edelman at the 810. J.K. Dobbins on the 9-1 coming back. Will Fuller at 9-10. So you know what? They I... kind of maybe agree with you a little bit more than I do. Yeah. I would take him more back in 9, maybe front in 10. I don't like injury risk, even in a top 10 pick. Yeah, see, picks around here, I'm not – I'll I'm, take a shot because as long as I get, like, the, my top guys are are going to be great and consistent, I'll take a lot of shots at the end of the draft because, mm-hmm. like I've said, I'm a huge waiver wire guy. Yep. I'm always active on so it. So it's back to you, and surprise, surprise, but Evan Ingram's still Yeah, there. I know. He is interesting. I mean, you're talking really, ninth really round. Is. Ninth round with potential if he's healthy – top five tight end in there i do still love a lot of the later wide receivers mm-hmm. and i think i'll probably i might end up taking another running back later but yeah i do think i have to go ingram here yeah i don't really love taking a tight end and quarterback that close together but evan ingram's kind of dropped kyler kind of dropped so yeah it kind of dropped them both into at a little your, discount dropped into your lap it is unfortunate because I would have definitely taken Evan Ingram at my pick if you didn't. So now that Evan Ingram is gone, the next you know the next tight ends that I even like, we've got time. Yeah. So, so I'm not. Yeah. Even, most of the mocks I won't I've even been look tight end now. Gusecki, like with one of my last couple picks. Yep. So now you know we're looking Jarvis Landry, Sony Michelle, Tevin Coleman, Tyler Boyd, Hunter Henry. Not a fan. Josh yeah. Allen. Who Land- cares? Landry would have been interesting to me, but I had Odell. And I don't think that's going to be a bit a good enough where I'd want to start both of them in a week. I think Landry will have his games where he's better than Odell. Mm-hmm. But I think trying to predict that will be hard, especially if I have Odell on my team. Yeah, I do like Landry. I think he gets more of the receptions. He's he's more of their uh, PPR guy. Yeah. So I'm definitely I'll definitely take him there. Rob Gonkowski goes next. Philip Lindsay, Tevin Coleman, Tyler Boyd off the board. Man, that's a lot of mediocre. Yeah. Sony uh, Michelle. Deontay Johnson was one of the guys. I, I was kind of playing the ADP game. He was pretty far down there, but mm-hmm. he didn't make it back. 
Carrion Johnson at so, nine ten. Hunter Henry, Marvin Jones, Matt Breida, James You took James Dalvin White. Cook. Do you take Latavius Murray? Do you take Madison here? Because yeah, Latavius Murray's off the board. Mm. Some of those other backups have gone. He might not make it back to you. And getting Alexander Madison now in the tenth round, that's a pretty good price. And he was up at the seventh. Yeah, I mean the thing ago, is, is there's ago. also some running backs that I still really like on the board. Um, actually, just outside of him, yeah, he, there's yeah, only there's maybe only. two that I would take a shot on. Uh, so, so not because I have been growing on the sentiment. I've been listening to more people. I do think even if I don't have, even if I'm taking someone else's handcuff like a Tony Pollard, Chase Edmonds. Mm-hmm. I do think I'll be taking at least one, trying to get one of those guys in my team, just because those if those guys hit, those could be league winners. Yeah. And in a year where you think it's going to be as tumultuous as this year, those probably ne- there's probably never been a better year to try that strategy out. So I have been growing on that. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely going to take Alexander Madison here. The only other running back that I still might you know, take a shot on later if needed. Uh, Cause I'm not a huge fan of having five, six running backs. I like having more wide receiver depth in a, in a half point PPR with flexes. Um, but Kayshawn Vaughn is just still interesting to me. So it might be something I look at later. Yeah. I still only have three wide receivers. They're great wide receivers, but I still like some of the wide receivers on the board. Darius Slayton's still here. Mm-hmm. Kirk, I have been rising on him. Jerry Judy's still here. Well, Miko Hardman's still there. Yeah, I hate him. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I, I'll take that back. I don't hate him. I just don't see the fantasy relevance for him. No, but C.D. Lamb's still there. Henry Ruggs is still there. Um, Jerry Judy, like you said, still there. Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders is, I just don't really. That's it's interesting. It's hard. We haven't talked about tr- him a lot. No, we brought him up on our wider. Receiver rankings just because we didn't really know what to do with them, and mm-hmm. I still really don't know what to do with them. I mean, it's just because he's behind Michael Thomas, who he's a big injury risk, and Kamara sees over 100 targets a year. Mm-hmm. Cook's gonna see like 70, 60 targets. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas last year saw like a, over 180 targets. Yep, I don't know. They're where gonna, he's gonna throw fit the in. ball a lot, but there's also a couple other guys there. Yeah, and he has to be on the field, so. Is, I don't yeah. hate it this late, but I just is he worth taking here as your fourth wide receiver? Yeah, though? no, definitely not. I think right now for me it's between Slayton and Judy. Yeah, I do like Slayton just slightly more than Judy, and I I think I am going that route yeah. because he's had a year in the league. Yep, he's built rapport with Daniel Jones. And don't make the mistake. I'm not saying that Darius Slayton's better no. than Jerry no. Judy. But you can take a year of experience, and that, Slayton did have a okay year last year. He yeah, was fantasy he, relevant. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely uh, I'll take a Slayton here. Okay. And maybe Judy gets back to me. Maybe it's only a couple picks. Yeah, I mean, what's nice is you know, don't have to worry about it because I won't Andy take did. him because, and he did. There you go. Jared Cook went off the board. Josh Allen, 49ers defense. Come on. Come on, guys. And then Tom Brady. So I will be taking Judy here. You don't even want to talk defense? No. I mean, geez, man. All right. So you're taking Judy there. (laughs) There is still a running back I really like, but I had to figure out my wide receiver depth first. Yeah. It's Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I think him here is a great pick. I don't, I don't know here, but I do think that he he's someone that you want to watch. I mean, this is like where I think I took him in our last mock, and this is where I took him, and that was before all the Darius guys news. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I with do the think, Darius guys news, he's I do think he's going to rise probably up to like the seventh round around there. Mm. Got. Manuel Sanders, Michael Hardman still, C.D. Lamb. I see, and I go back and forth. Like I, I'm not buying the hype that Ronald Jones is gonna be the starter I've, in Tampa. I've, I, I have really. I think I have. Yeah. I just can't see it. He can't catch. No. Yeah, but I don't. He was pretty fantasy relevant last year. He was 
just about an RB two last year with inconsistent volume, but mm-hmm. he makes he he can make big plays happen. Mm. It's just tough. I don't think it. I, I'm not saying it's going to last the entire season, but I definitely think the first part of the season he's going to be the first and second down guy. Mm. I still think though, Kayshawn Vaughn could be like that James White guy, because if you think about the Patriots in the past with Tom Brady. They've always had a guy who can catch and then the guy who can run and score touchdowns. So they could be trying to duplicate that in Tampa. Yeah, you never know. And, I mean, Tyler Higby's here. Would you maybe... Yes. Yeah, I was just about to bring him up. I I might be looking at tight end here. on that all over here. Yeah, because I kind of like where my wide receivers and my running backs are. I'm still not, you know... Carson Wentz is here. Matthew Stafford's here. I think he'll I be think, the ninth tight end off the board here. I really yeah, like that. I'm just going to roll and see what happens. Daryl Henderson Jr. goes next. Michael Hardman, Emmanuel Sanders, Christian Kirk, Carson Wentz, CeeDee Lamb, Matthew Stafford, Kayshawn Vaughn, Baker Mayfield at the 12-3. Hayden Hurst, Daniel Jones, and Baltimore's defense. Yeah, Stafford, Stafford Baltimore's defense. great. Um yeah, I, I was don't hoping think, Stafford would get back. But. Yeah, Higby definitely would not have got back to you. The only players that I really like that win is Kirk yeah. and like Stafford and stuff. But I already have a quarterback and tight end, so I'm not even having to hesitate too much taking a shot on Henry Ruggs. Okay, yeah, you've definitely been more on him than I have. I yeah. think we have a bet between him and Jalen Rager. Yep. So now it's to me, and I think I can go anywhere, do whatever I want. I am going to be looking for upside though, and Antonio Gibson's still here. Talked about him last time, mm-hmm. but I had to figure out my wide receiver depth. So I'm taking Antonio Gibson here. I think he'd be my fifth running back. It's a lot of running backs, but yeah, yeah, we've been different on that. I'm I'm cool with five, six running backs. Yeah, I go back and forth with it sometimes. I don't know how I feel with having that many running backs, but. So Noah Fant went next, Justin Jackson, Austin Hooper, Zach Moss, nobody that I'm – I like Noah Fant, but the rest of them not not much of a fan on. Uh, Justin Jackson is interesting, but he's not going to start over Eckler right now. So. Yeah, like I talked about how I'll probably end up taking one of those shots on those upside guys. Chase Edmond and Tony Pollard is here, but I'll – I'd want to take those guys later. There's still some guys here, and the guy that always sticks out to me around here is Deshaun Jackson, and that's who yeah. I'm going with. Yeah. I feel like if Deshaun Jackson just stays healthy, he's always relevant. He, yeah, he could and very easily be a top 20 wide receiver. And he's in Philly, and he always does damage in he's Philly. He's the only guy in Philly. I'm looking wide receiver here again. I love having multiple wide receivers. Uh, this league is a two flex league, so most of the time that will probably be a wide receiver. Yeah, but just in case, let me go and do a little dance over this way. Uh, quarterback looking. So yeah, you still Cam need a Newton, quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, who you have a, as a breakout. Yeah, I actually do think he's more of a sleeper. The more I thought about it, mm-hmm. but I. I still think he'll be great. How do you feel about Joe Burrow? Just out of your curiosity. I always get very nervous and leery with rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, Kyler I was really high on last year, but that was because I thought he would run a lot like he did. Mm -hmm. Burrow, I do think there is a chance that he's a very relevant, at least streamer, this year. But I I don't think I'll draft him ever. I'd rather just wait and see because he's pretty much undrafted usually, so... Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But, I mean, again, you know, I'm looking at... You know, late round quarterbacks here, and there's still quarterbacks on the board that yeah. You know, and we're what third, thirteenth. Well, third from the last round, so I've got three picks left. Yep. You know what, man? Ah, do I want to do it? I don't know if I want to do it or not. I'm thinking about taking Cam Newton, but do I want to do it? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're talking about an MVP back here in the yeah, 13th round. Yeah, he might round. not make it back to you. It's between him or Big Ben. I mean, Big Ben's always going to be relevant. I do think you could maybe take the chance and hope one of them gets back to you, but a lot of the teams did just take a quarterback 
around you. So there would be a good chance one of them gets back to you, but... Well, and there are other good. I mean, yeah. It's, it's I mean, I'm a looking at running backs. I'm not a fan of too many running backs in here. And as far as wide receivers go, there's the only one that's really jumping out to me that I kind of like is Sammy Watkins. You know, Justin Jefferson, maybe. Um, I kind of, yeah, I kind of like. I like, I like here. Yeah, but I mean, maybe he he might be able Does to come back Chase to me Edmonds too. Chase Edmonds interest you here at all? No. Not really. I mean, I I'm not going to take another. Yeah, I'm not going to take. Yeah, since you, you know, have I already took Madison, Madison. I'm not yeah. going to take Chase Edmonds. That's just two two basically bench spots wasted on backups. So, all right, I'm just going to bite it and let's go. All right, Superman, let's do it. Cam Newton. That's actually right now my team name in our dynasty league. Super Cam. Oh, very nice. All right. So, yeah, it looks like... Who went next? Chase Edmonds went next, didn't he? Yeah, Chase Edmonds, Tony Pollard, then a mm-hmm. bunch of defenses, John Brown, more defenses, Treat Cohen, LaShawn McCoy, Sammy Watkins, defense, and then Big Ben. So, so Big I Ben almost maybe, made it back. <laughs> yeah, I think one of them might have probably made it back to you. But what but did it's not make like you it really back. missed out on anything. No, what did make it back, though, was Justin Jefferson. Yep. He'd probably be my pick if you don't t- if you t- if you don't take him. Yeah, I'm taking Justin Jefferson for show. I really do feel like he's going to solidify that number two spot now that Stephon Diggs is gone, and I think he's going to crush it. And I mean, I already have a tight end. I'm not not who I'm looking at, but there are still good tight ends here, guys. Mike Gesicki, mm-hmm. T.J. Hawkinson, Jonu Smith, Blake Jarwin. Yep. That's why you were always a proponent of some late. You can take some of these guys really late. Take the talent up front if you can. So what are you thinking here? Defense? No. Well, yeah, this I guess we will take defenses or we do last have to take round. a defense, yeah. So yeah, this is my last positional pick and you got Sterling Shepard, Jamison Crowder, Mike Williams is out there. I think it's between, for me, Nikhil Harry mm. and Michael Pittman. Yeah, we are huge Michael Pittman Because running back-wise, there's absolutely nothing here except backup running backs. No one that really has mm-hmm. high upside or anything if anything happens. I mean, technically, Adrian Peterson's still the starter in Washington. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll take the upside of Michael Pittman here. Ooh, actually, I don't know because I'll it, go Nikhil Harry. I think because there's I'm some upside there Harry, too. Yes. You know, I was actually hoping you're not going to take him because I, was I be think my last Cam pick. is a better quarterback than Philip Rivers. That sucks. Oh no, I can't take him as my last pick. I have to take a defense. Yep. Oh well. Yeah, but I would have taken Justin Jefferson way before these guys. All right, should be able to let you go. And then scroll over to my defenses. So yep. it looks like you took Nikhil Harry, Chargers, Mike Williams, Golden Tate, Damian Williams, or Damian Harris, sorry. So it's kind of hard to pick defenses. I usually just look at week one schedules. Whichever team plays the worst team, I usually pick. Yeah, I don't so even So right now I'm just kind of going off reputation, and I think I'm going to take the Saints defense. They usually make things happen. Yep. Yeah, I kind of for mocks. I really don't care too much. I do the same yeah, thing. I look at you, I look at you know some talent, and then I look at week one because I usually stream. Yeah, in our dynasty league, I made sure to grab the Patriots defense because they're like one of those only defenses, like them and the Ravens. Every year, it doesn't matter. They have a good defense, but every other defense in any league, I'm always streaming. I'm never committed to anyone. Yeah, I went ahead and took the Chiefs defense, you know, just in case. Not, yeah, that was my other I mean, guy, you know, it's – you never know. I think they can they can do all right. So, uh, A.J. Dillon went next. Sterling Shepard, Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller, man, has just dropped. Boston Scott, he Michael was, Pittman. I was debating him for my sleepers. Mm-hmm. At the back half of last year, he was just about as good as Allen Robinson was. He was incredible. And just to round out, the last pick of the whole entire draft is who? Jalen Rager. So, just yeah, if right we're going off Pittman. of 
Yeah, right before, right after Michael Pittman. Um, yeah, they say Rager is probably going to be opposite of Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, we'll on see. the outside, which I like. We'll see. Don't forget Alshon Jeffrey's still there. Yeah, but he's going to be missing a lot of time. True. Yeah. So this is our draft. We'll again we'll post yeah, it we'll up post on this out. on social media. Let us know which drafts you like. Last time it seemed like more people voted with James's uh, draft than mine. I don't think that I think they'll take it back now with uh, the Clyde yeah. Edwards Alaire stuff though. Yeah, that, people that. people knock me for that as my third running back. Really? Yeah, I got I liked it. I got so much back. blast blast the, from that. Um, that's the thing. If you draft early, things like that can happen. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, it usually goes the other way. Because we're gonna say right now, uh, you won't get him in the third round right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> not gonna happen. I'm surprised I got him eighth pick of the second round. Yeah, that seems late. Yeah, that's crazy because he's definitely he's he's way up there for us now. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you look at what's your breakdown? How many? What's your? Uh, I have five running backs. Yeah, seven wide receivers. Hmm. Yeah, seven wide receivers. Kenny Galladay and Odell Beckham are elite, but a lot of my other like. Devontae Parker is more just uh, he'll be really good, but I, I don't think he's going to be elite like he was last year. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of upside shots. Darius Look, Slayton, Jerry Judy, Deshaun Jackson, Nikhil Harry. Looking back, do you feel like you made a mistake pick? Where? Just No, I'm just curious. Like, no. Do you feel like there's a pick that you would take back? No, because I, I mean, I think my picks are going to be good enough and I would much rather have the running back security I do have because Zeke Clyde, David Montgomery, Jordan Howard, and Antonio Gibson, I think is a great five running back group. All of them have upside, except Jordan Howard, but if I ever or if things go really sour or bye weeks, I would love to put him in there if I have to. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't hate Kyler in the seventh. I still think I love my team, even then taking Ingram in the ninth. Yeah, because, you know, we're not usually a proponent. I don't usually look at bye weeks too often no, when drafting. Yeah, but, like, right off the bat, your top just, two running backs both have bye weeks at 10. So you're going to have to drop. Yeah, 10 weeks into the season, I'm good. Yeah, and then you have two running backs on 11. But, yeah, exactly. Then I can start Jordan Howard. So Right, and then you flip them. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really. think you have the deeper wide receiver group by far. Godwin, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods. Those could all three be top 15 guys. Yeah, I think if I'm looking at – so look at my team and let me know if you think there's a pick that you would you would make different. I think for your team, I look at the Kyler Murray pick. And it only just because, again, I'm not always a huge proponent. I think Kyler Murray is going to have an amazing season. And he's I think he's a top five quarterback for me in my draft or in my rankings. But I think what happened, though – is I don't think you have the wide receiver depth that you would really want. No, but looking at it, instead of Kyler, my only other picks would have been Cam Akers, the person you picked, mm-hmm. or Marquise Brown. And I don't think Marquise Brown is that big of a difference between Darius Slayton, Jerry Judy, Deshaun Jackson. And I got Jordan Howard the round after Cam Akers. So I like, because Kyle, I mean, Kyler Murray does have top three upside this year. He could yeah, be he could. He an could. absolutely elite quarterback. Yeah. And he's usually going in like the fifth round. Yeah. What do you think on my team? Looking at it, I keep, I always have to go and snake it myself to mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure everything lines up. So, like, obviously, I would have done exactly what you did your first three picks. Mm-hmm. Cooper, though, I do think he's Maybe the pick. If- he was. Because we're so close together, we're pretty much doing the exact same things. Mm-hmm. So, would you have gone uh, running back there? I mean, I did. Yeah, you did. I had the same. You took Cooper before I took Montgomery. Mm-hmm. I think I would have taken Monk. Well, I mean, you did take Montgomery, but just in retrospect, you probably would have taken a running back before Amari Cooper there. I don't know. It's tough. It is tough. Because the thing is... I, is don't, I, I like both of them. Like, because I did take him there, though, 
there wasn't a running back that I was a huge fan of until Jonathan Taylor that no. went before me anyway. No, because maybe taking Raheem Mostert instead of Robert Woods, but I I think everything you did was yeah. about what I would have done. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I don't I don't really hate my team. No, I if like, I come out with this team on our draft, though, I'd yeah. be freaking ecstatic. Yeah, me too. Um, but keep in mind, you do not win your leagues on your draft. Waiver wires, trades, trades are very important. Um, you know. Yeah, I usually end up, I usually have like three players from my draft at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Usually, usually my teams are completely different. Yeah. So, like we said, guys, we're gonna go ahead and uh, you know pop this out on social media. You know, let us know if you like our draft picks. Uh, maybe what you would have done differently. Or, uh, you know, if you would have gone in a whole different direction at, at these picks. Uh, and then give us a pick that you really like. And then give us a pick that you really don't like. Let us know. Um, let us know your thoughts. So where would, where can they find us at, James? Hit us up. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the TFL Monsters. Patreon, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. We're at the Fantasy Monsters. We'll be posting that when the episode's up about the draft. Mm-hmm. And then our draft for our listener league is this Saturday. Yep. So we start this Saturday. So as that goes on, um, we'll give you guys some uh, some updates uh, and just kind of kind of let you guys know yeah, how we'll that's going. Yeah, we'll talk about it as it goes on. Yeah, and maybe some things that we like or dislike. Yeah, I think next week we're going to be talking about who we think will be like the statistical leaders. Get yep. some Vegas odds. Talk about that stuff. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna toss out who we think is gonna lead the league in different categories. I'm pretty excited about that. We spent some time really looking at. We got some deep ones too. Like we've got some like dark horses that we yep. feel like for some of these, and we've got some rankings. So really excited for next week. Um, yeah, if you have any questions at all, just yeah, head us, us up. up. But uh, thanks again for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. And we'll see you next week. Have a good one. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, like the fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.